So there's little symbols around the top of this. And it's taken me the better part of half an hour to try and figure out, like, <laughs> what it all is and what the order is. It's the order of making the beer. I've noticed that. But if you start, there's so there's, like, little words around the top of the beer. You see that, Jack? Yeah. Can you see the I words? I can it see says that. recycle. Yeah, so it has recycle, it has pills, no, it has, what's that say? Vienna. Vienna, mill, mill. mash. So it has all these words and little symbols associated with it. But if you start at the big picture of the pub, which is where you would assume you would start. No, that's where you end. That's where you end. Regardless, Because right? the beer doesn't start at the pub. Right, right, right. The so, beer ends at the pub. Right. So you assume you either start, it's the break. You start or end at the pub. No, the break is between recycle and pilsner. That doesn't make any sense, though. <laughs> it does, because you, 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 they can the beer, the beer goes to the pub, you enjoy it, okay. and then you recycle the can. Yeah. And then that's the end of the beer's life. Look, hang on. We don't need to be throwing shade. <laughs> we don't need to throw shade. This is a friendly podcast. Yeah, we're all mates here. Welcome to Hobby Homies. <laughs> yes, you're with Shane and Fox. Yeah. I'm Fox. And I'm Shane. Who's Jack? That's just going to confuse them again. <laughs> I'm Jack. And that's Jack. That's Jack. That's what, one thing is for certain. Yeah. And that's Jack. That's Jack. Yes. And also, this episode... It's going to try not to be a rambling episode, so apologies for the last one. Oh, yeah. So the last episode, I think we just had... I mean, I'd had a long day at work. Yeah. And, I mean, fuck it. Yeah. We just went for it. Yeah. We just chilled out. We had a beer. We chatted. Yeah. It was pretty much like a catch-up, because we haven't seen each other for, like, since, like, the last recording. Exactly. So it was like a catch-up, and you guys got to enjoy it. Yeah. So you're welcome. Uh, well, hopefully you enjoyed it. Yeah, maybe. Then again, maybe you found it like this beer, and it was a little bit confusing, and you weren't, <laughs> you weren't sort of sure how it all fit together. Yeah. And, it didn't maybe, make sense. <laughs> maybe it promised to be something yeah. that it wasn't. Yeah. Um, but hey, at the end of the day, you inc- increased your blood alcohol level. That's right. That's what it's all about. Yeah, that's it. So hopefully... Pump um, those numbers. Exactly. Oh. Pump them up. Pump them up. So this episode is another inaugural episode. Yes. What are we talking about? Board games. Board games. And we're excited about it. Yep. Well, I am. Yeah, I'm a big board game fan. Because we we try to be well prepared yeah. in our podcasts in that we have certain things that we discuss during the week that we think, oh, let's talk about that on the podcast. Yeah. We like to keep it a bit organic, so we never really elaborate much on no. those little dot points. That's right. You've got to keep it flowing. This one, this one's a, this was a free-for-all. Yeah. We're just throwing fists and hoping oh, yeah. the haymaker lands. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yep. Fair bit of, uh, bit, a fair bit's going into this episode, isn't it? Yeah. But... Uh, well, I mean, that's a lie. We have done preparation. We have an exclusive sneak peek look yep. at a board game that's coming out when? 1st of February. There you go. Which yeah. is, oh my goodness. It's going to be like the day of this episode releases, I think. Today. Today. So, it came out today. Yeah. So, you you can get this game. It's called Sky Tear. Sky Tear. So, we're going to dive into that. We got to play it a bit and um, look at it and oh, even just looking at it, the yeah. models. Well, we'll talk about all that. Yeah, yeah. What I want to know, Shane, so we have talked mostly about hobby-related stuff, war gaming exclusively almost. Almost exclusively, yes. Yeah. Um, some, form of war, some form of war gaming. But little do people know, we froth a board game. Oh, yeah. We froth a board game with our beers. Yeah. So what board games do you like? First, I want to hear what kind of style you like. Yep. These two, it's a two-part question. You can kind of 
construct this answer however you wish. Okay. What do you like in board games? What do you look for? What gets your dick hard when <laughs> someone's like, it's a something board game? Oh. And you go, oh, yeah. I get around that. Yeah, yep. And get also, what are your top three board games? Top three. Oof. Um, okay, so the style of board games I like to go for, I'd say mostly strategy. Um, co- cooperative. I do like a cooperative game. Okay. Um, what do you like about crop? Cooperative games. Cooperative. I, I like the idea of uh, like a team effort and fighting against the game. Yeah. Playing against the game. And also a lot of cooperative games have a betrayer or a, or some sort of mechanic. Mm. So like one person unknown to the rest of the group has mm. their own secret win condition. A molly, molly, mole. Oh, yeah. A mole. Um, one particular game comes to mind is uh, called Dead of Winter. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You've so got that? I do, yeah. yeah. So it's like a zombie survival kind of game. And, um, yeah, there's like a, a sort of a mole. And, you, if, like, if you get exiled, does you have your own winning conditions and that sort of stuff? That's cool. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So you're a co-op strategy kind of guy. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. Like, I'll, I'll play any sort of board game. Like, even, like, sort of, like, you know, builders, like Settlers of Catan and stuff like that. Yes. Card games, I sort of, uh, I've got a couple of card games that I do enjoy, like Dominion. Oh, yeah. But I, I, yeah, I sort of, I don't know, I like a I like a board with, like, tokens, really. Yep. I yep. don't know, yeah. I just feel like I can I can see it better. Yeah. You know, you're playing a game where you're, like, like say you're building, like, an empire or something, for instance, like, yes. and you've got those cards in your hands. Mm. All right, cool, I've got cards that say, like, Guard Tower. Yeah. But I like to see it on the board. I like to see my little tower or, you know, my, my dudes was that a, there. Was that a dig at Seven Wonders? I never played Seven Wonders. Oh, okay. Was that a dig at Citadels? Never played Citadels. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, that was just off Citadels the is, is exactly that. It's a card game where yep. you try and build your Citadel. Okay. Your town, your city. Yep. And the first one... No, wait, sorry. I'm thinking of I'm thinking of Seven Wonders. Okay, sorry, yeah. Sorry, I got them... Oh, goodness. <laughs> You've done it again. My brain's fried again. <laughs> it's getting them confused anyway. Yeah, yeah. One of them yep. has a watchtower. Okay. And and that is all you are. You're playing cards. You can't actually, like, see your town walls or whatever. Yeah. So it's that kind of style of game. When I was thinking, I was thinking of, like, Dominion that has that sort of thing, like... Yeah, it's, I guess, similar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I do enjoy. I don't know. Maybe I'm, like, I don't know, being a hypocrite, but that's what I enjoy. Mm. What about you? What sort of board games do you enjoy? Oh, man. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Something squeaky. That was very squeaky. <laughs> that might have sounded like it was in this very room, but I think it was. It was outside. It was years away. <laughs> yeah. It was years away. It was outside. It's just one of the locals opening up the <laughs> <laughs> They just wander in and out of uh, this facility. Yeah. Um, maybe they're opening up a container full of board games. Maybe. Only we could imagine. Yes. I like, I'm like you, you know, there's not board games I would say no to. No. I catch up with my boss and his mates, I guess by extension, my mates as well. Yeah. Um, And we, every other Friday, sort of like just play whatever board games the board game guy brings around. Yep. There's always that guy that has all of the board oh, games. Oh, yeah. And they get new games every week. Every week. Yeah. And so you're playing a new game every week, which I don't love. So I sort of like to play the same game. A few times. A few times. Yeah, I want to get the hang of it. The yeah. first time you play it, you're still learning the rules. The first three times you play a game, sometimes you're learning yeah. the rules. Yep. Until after that, that's when you've got everything down pat. And that's when everyone's sort of like in their groove, so you know you're playing against a person, not at their best, yeah. obviously, but yeah. with a firm understanding 
Because um, there's no fun playing against that one guy who knows the rule book backwards, oh, forwards, yeah. inside out. Which is the guy that owns it. Yeah. You know? And you know nothing and it's like, yeah, it just it's an unfair advantage in a way. I just want to be on even ground, figure yeah. out what the meta is, figure out what the strong, you know, things yeah. are and well, see them coming. You know, in our sort of friend group, you're that board game guy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I did not ever expect me to become that board game guy. Yeah. It started with a game called Unearth, which was a very cheap game. I liked the concept. That's a lie. Actually started with a Kickstarter. Yeah. My friend who had who's the board game guy um, talked about getting a lot of his games through Kickstarter. Yep. Um, but how he was sort of like he was talking about dying down his Kickstarter orders because he finds out he finds that a lot of them, apart from the exclusives, are just sometimes even more expensive than okay retail. Yeah, yeah. Is it because they try and throw in all these like bonuses, like expansions, and yeah. you know, like like shiny cards yes. or yeah. limited edition models or whatever? Yeah, you're almost for some of them, you end up paying for the Kickstarter exclusives. Yeah, and again, some of them like it, it, it's hit and miss. So there's a couple games where if you go in now and buy the core game and the expansions at your local game store now, yep, then. It's cheaper and or the same price as the Kickstarter was. Yeah, yeah. There are some that are, you can't even get the Kickstarter exclusives. Yeah. For in the same stratosphere as the Which game. Which adds value to the Kickstarter. Sometimes. Sometimes. It does. Yeah, it does. It does. Absolutely. But there, yeah. You got to be careful because if it's a game that you play three times and then never bring to the table again. Yeah. Those Kickstarter exclusives weren't worth it. No, absolutely not. So it's tough. But. The Kickstarter, um, what would you call it, atmosphere yep. itself is quite addictive. Getting okay. the updates constantly from the developers and seeing where it's at yeah, and interacting yep. with the community and stuff like that. I'm a, I'm a bit of a sucker for that I as feel, well. I feel like it kind of it will brings you into the process, you know. Like hmm. it's kind of like it's exciting news for you as well. Yeah. You're almost sort of you're nowhere near as like into it as the developer is. No. But it's kind of like, oh, sweet, you know, this game that I had faith in is actually getting – Produced. Yeah, yeah. And you're invested in it. Yeah, you are it's, in a way. It's like that game. I think I've only played it with you. It's called Call to Adventure. Yes, the that card was, game. The, yeah. Yeah, that was a, that was a interesting game. I, I did enjoy it. The concept is phenomenal. Yeah. And very cool. Yeah. It's definitely not a... It's, it's different because when I ba- backed it, I think it was 142 Australian dollars wow, okay. for a card game. Yeah. But that was because you get the core set, you get... One of the the next expansion, shipping, and all the sleeves and the and big mass, big mouse pad like yes, material. Got, yeah, I got that too. Yeah, yeah, all that kind of stuff. That's another game that probably because of how infrequently I play it. Yeah, wasn't worth doing the Kickstarter. No, because if I bought the core game and the expansion itself, which is all I need. Yeah. It would have been well below 142. Yeah. Probably yeah. be 100. 100 bucks. 100 bucks. Yeah. But, I mean, then my cards wouldn't be sleeved. Yeah. But that wouldn't matter as much because they're not getting played as much. So, yeah. It is phenomenal. But the tricky thing with board games, it's not how good the game is itself that depicts how much it gets played. It's, well, it's how good all the other games you have are. Yeah. So, if you have got Scythe yeah. or Root or Wingspan or Gloomhaven. These are like all the top ten kind of games. Yeah, if you've yep. got goodness, I can't mention Sheriff all. of Nottingham. Yes. Yeah. If you've got the Great Western Trail, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. 
those will come to the table and Call to Adventure, which in its own right is a phenomenal game, yeah. will sit on the bench. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And not get played that much because your time to play these games with all your friends is so limited. Yeah. It's not vying for a stock based on how good it is. No. Just how good all the other games are. Yeah, yeah. And there are some phenomenal ones. You know where it wins though is replayability. Yeah. It's almost got unlimited replayability because it's all card, like drawn cards. Mm. You get a different game, different experience every time. Mm. And that's what you want in a game, in any game. You yeah. want replayability. You know, you, you buy it once. Yeah. You don't, unless it's amazing and you get, you know, you're happy with it. You think you've got your money worth after that one game. Yeah. You're going to want to get half a dozen good good sessions out of it to get your money's worth. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, the get- Call to Adventure is good. Um, it's the first Kickstarter I've, I backed. And yeah. That's what got me down the rabbit hole so of buying my I've own board games. I've never backed a, kids- a Kickstarter. How dare you? I know. I- I've looked at some. Yeah, it's fine. But it's hard It's hard to know like what to back. Like Some of the ones I've looked at is like, oh, it's already funded. Like, Is it still too late to back it? Like. Oh, no. I don't know. No <laughs> don't way. No. Nah. Yeah. My friend, we need a kickstart. No, I better not. <laughs> I was going to kickstart your kickstarter. Uh, no, please no. Poppy, poppy <laughs> kickstarter cherry, but it is like Pringles, man. Yeah, yeah. It is like Pringles. <laughs> I've got a friend who got married recently, and in the last six months before getting married, he spent, I think, almost three grand on kickstarter games. Oh, his wife, fiance, would not have been happy. It's one of those things where it's like, spend whatever you want, because once we're married. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, you know, yeah. everyone yeah. does it. The old hall pass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the old hobby the, hall the real pass. hall pass yeah. that you want. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to sleep with another woman. I want yeah. three grand worth of board games. <laughs> Get out of here with that. Catch herpes? No. I want to catch a W on that new game I bought. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So he, and he was the same thing. I kind of like, he was like, oh, so you used Kickstarter, was it good? And I was like, oh, yeah, you know, this is how you use it and stuff. And that was the last I saw of him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Until his wedding day where he walked down the aisle on boxes of unplayed games. <laughs> That's another thing. If you go too hard into board games, which you can do very easily. It's like, I mean, it's like hobby. You buy like too hobby. much, you can't play with it, yeah. all of it. Yep, you can't paint it all, you yeah. can't build it all, you can't throw it all on the table at once. Yep. We, as adults, only have so much time. Yeah. So I've... Been careful with what I've ordered. Yep. So. You have to be. Yeah. Otherwise, you end up selling it off 12 months later for half what you paid for it. Yeah, absolutely. Still in shrink wrap. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's pretty crazy. it's pretty hard. So, have you got any games that are coming up that you're looking forward to? Yes, I backed. So, as you know, in our little board game community, which extends, you know, there's my boss and his friends, there's us and our friends. Yeah. Um... There's a couple, there's uh, my, one of my other friends and all his friends. Yeah. And in that group, I'm the root guy. Yeah. Now. So you go to, you're the guy you go to for a root? If you want a root, if you want to play root, sorry, <laughs> wait, I've forgotten what we were talking about. Board games. Board games. Yes. Okay. That's a different podcast. Yeah. <laughs> what we're about to discuss. But this one we'll discuss board games. Yep. I have the root board game, which I love. So I am what you call an animal person. Not to the extent that I'm proud, to the extent that I'm a little bit ashamed. Yes, you should be ashamed. Uh, I love animals. I'm a druid of the forest. In that way, you should not be ashamed. Okay. Everyone loves animals. Yes. I think, so my mum, bit of backstory, did animal rescue. Yes, she did. Out in these parts. I remember going over and like, you've got possums 
possum. in the spare bedroom. I'm yeah. like, who has possums in the spare bedroom? <laughs> yeah. little, little ringtail possums. That's yeah. what I grew up with, man. Yeah. Uh, and before that, before she was doing animal rescue, we had at our old house 23 different pets. Wow. There were rabbits, guinea pigs, dogs, cats. I don't think I think some of the pets we had don't even exist anymore. <laughs> so we had some pets. Yep. And so I've grown up with animals. And Root is a war game. Yes, it is. Based around woodland creatures. If you haven't seen the artwork before, just I don't know, put us on pause for like two seconds and just Google. How, however long it takes. Yeah, just Google Root board game. Make sure you add board game on the end of it. Yeah. Yes. Otherwise you will go to a website you don't want to go to. Or well, maybe not safe for work. Not safe for work. Not safe for wife. Not safe for life. Yes. And just look at the artwork. It's it's amazing. You know, these cute little like squirrels and rabbits with like swords and armor. It's oh. it's fantastic. It's it sold me. I actually didn't look at when I pre-ordered Root. I missed the Kickstarter. Yeah. I pre-ordered Root and didn't look at the game at all. No, you told me that the artwork sold you on yeah, the game. Yeah. I bought it based on Based on the game. Yeah. Based on the art, sorry. Yeah. And after that, I, I bought the expansion and, yeah, and then I backed. So to answer your question that you asked me half an hour ago, <laughs> you asked me what I'm looking forward to. Yep. They did a RPG for Root. Oh, yes. Game. So it's set in the Root universe with all those cute little cuddly creatures that yep. want to kill each other. Yep. Um, it's an RPG, which I haven't ever done before. No. But we had a bit of a, they've got like a, Quick start. Yeah, we had to play with it. Yeah. It's kind of, it's kind of like D&D in a yep. way. Like Again, we've never played D&D, so we could be completely wrong. If so, email at hobbyomies at gmail.com. Let us you. know. Yep. We love being told how wrong we are. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, it was fun. You know, yeah. you play as a single character, you interact with other characters. Absolutely. Your decision affects how the game plays. Yeah. I don't think I've ever done as much homework for anything in my life no. as I did for our one-on-one I was the GM, the yeah. game master, and I just tried to create all the different... Root takes place in the forest clearings Yes, um, of the woodland forest. So, like, the rabbits have a clearing where they yep. build their rabbit homes and whatnot. Yep. Anyway, so for each clearing that you travel to, that's where you interact with things. Yep. So I tried to... There's, like, I think 12 clearings in our particular game, and I tried to have every single one of them described in detail yep. so that when you walked in... You knew exactly what you were looking at. Yeah. And you did a good job of the ones we visited. But Thank you. In I think we played for like two hours. We only visited like two different clearings. Yeah. Yeah. It was it's... it was long. Like it would have gone a long time. Oh yeah. <laughs> and just in playing that little sample. Yep. Oh, I was so excited. Yeah. I was like, I could definitely play this. Yeah. But it, like that was just one on one. Imagine with like four other people. Oh, I couldn't. I couldn't imagine. Yeah. yeah. GM and sweet. five five characters would be pretty cool. Yeah. Be interesting. So, that's that's my main board game. Yeah. I asked you about your top three. You did. He didn't give it to me, but what are you thinking oh, about you, it? Oh, you did ask me about that, didn't you? Yeah. Why are you stewing on it? Yeah. Root Tell is me in, yours. Root is in mine. Okay. Definitely. Yeah. Um, love it. There's another expansion coming out soon. Root oh, yeah. The Underworlds, which adds two new factions. Cool. Which is great. Um, I've played Root a lot. It's my most played board game. Yeah. I've played it with different groups of people. It's tricky because it can seem like certain races are overpowered. Okay. Because they're all completely asymmetrical. Yeah. Which means no two races follow the same rules. Yeah. They've all got their own rules, which is one of the things I love about it. So, like, 
if you're the um, there's a rebel alliance. Yeah. That's called the Woodland Alliance, and so basically their job is to spread favor in different clearings and the, uh, sympathy. Sorry, and they try and sort of like bring forth an uprising in the shadows. Yes, against the the evil corporation known as the Marquis de Cat. Marquis de Cat. Marquis de Cat. Yes. Uh, it might be called that because it sounds like my kitty cat. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> or it's French. Or it's French. Marquis de Cat. <laughs> um, so, and they're, they try and like, yeah, build, they're the evil corporation. They're knocking down the forest. They're building yep. sawmills, um, workshops, industrializing the forest yes. of woodland animals. There's the birds that are like, I won't go into all of them. Yeah. But there's the birds. <laughs> um who are called the Eerie, and they're like your bureaucratic government officials yep. trying to rule with, yeah, yep. policy and whatnot. Yeah, fight with the pen, not with the sword. Exactly. Yep. The pen is mightier than the sword. Some say. They say. Until you get stabbed by a pen. Yeah, then it hurts. Yep. Not as much as a sword. No. But hey, <laughs> the pen is mightier than the sword. <laughs> so... It's very cool. And then you've got like a lizard cult, yeah. which are like cultists. They have the cult of Scientology and they're all about building gardens yep. and just having a good time. Something about mass suicide. Is that right? Uh, I don't know. Drink the Kool-Aid? Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. That's a different cult. Okay. That's a not safe for work one as well. How <laughs> we... about the river people? They were my favorite. Oh, don't even get me started. We can talk about Brute. That's a whole episode. Exactly. So let's yeah. just keep going. So that's my number one, yep. Brute is. For its theme, for its art, the artist is Carl Ferrin, by the way, who they've, um, the people that made Root have jumped on board with Carl Ferrin, Leader Games, by the way. Okay. That's who made Root. Yep. Um, <clears throat> and then making a new game called Oath. Which okay. Is in, it's actually for Kickstarter now. You can jump on there right now. And back the Kickstarter. Interesting. Do it, Shane. Don't do it. I've already done it. <laughs> I've done it for us. Okay, good. Different uh, different game, different theme. Yeah. Same artist. So it's cool. It's great. Yep. What are your other two favorite games? So there's a game called Sidereal Confluence. Interesting. Never heard of it. It's a very different game to what I usually enjoy. Yep. Um, oh. No, it, no, it's... I like Euro games. I like strategy games. I'm like yep. you. Um, but... The whole preface is you've got these converters that you're trying to run. Okay. It's a very basic game. Yeah, yeah. You're... Some of the most basic games are some of the best games. Oh, yeah. It's phenomenal. It doesn't have to be complicated to be a good game. No. And, look, this this can be complicated, which is good. You kind of yeah. want that high ceiling. Yeah, yeah. You want it to yeah. be basic, so basic enough that you can teach to anyone. Yeah. But complicated enough that if you play it ten times, you're, you're still challenged. Yeah, yeah. Easy to get into, hard to master. There you yes. go. Well said, That's why we brought him. Easy to get into, hard to master. Now, yep. you've used your 15 words for today. <laughs> <laughs> Quiet, peasants. <laughs> unless, back in the unless it's more gold like that. <laughs> go back to your mind so you can dig up some more gold, Jack. Am I right? <laughs> um, so, yes. Easy to master, hard to... No. <laughs> Uh, so Sidereal Confluence, the premise is you've got these little converters. It's all done with this weird universal currency called cubes. Okay. I don't know what it's actually called, but they're just little cubes. Yep. You've got little cubes, green, brown, whatever. Okay. And you've got big cubes. And anyway, you so you might have a converter that trades two little green cubes to one big black cube. Oh, okay. A BBC. <laughs> the big black cube. The big black cube. <laughs> or maybe you've got one that's so good that it converts two little green ones 
to one big black cube okay. and a little green one. So you get but that little green one back. I have back. a question. Yes. How can I get one little white cube and five big black cubes? Well, you got to, it's all about the positioning. Okay. So the little white cube has to be in the middle of the five big black cubes. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. How many beers are there? <laughs> Maybe it is six percent. Yeah. So the cool thing in it about this game, it's got a lot of cool moving parts. But one of them is there's a ten minute time where you trade. Okay. And there's no rules. You just trade. Trade with other players. With other players. Yeah. That's the only way to. Get certain cubes okay. because your race at the start might only generate the big black cubes. Yeah, you're known for it. Maybe you're that race that just has the big black cubes. Yeah, <laughs> but there's other races that aren't so blessed. <laughs> so they have different cubes. Yeah, small green cubes or yep. whatever. Yeah. Um, and to run your converters, you might need those big black cubes. Yeah, or whatever. So anyway, you got to trade. That's the only way you can do it. So you over there might have the yellow cube that I need. Yep. But I don't need these two green cubes. Yep. But you don't want them either. So I can't trade with you directly. Unless what? Could I, uh, like, can you trade, like, one yellow cube for, like, five green If you desperately need that yellow cube. Oh, yeah. And, you, and I'll say, all right, I'll give you five of those for it. I'll be like, like, hell yeah, because I know, although I can't even use those cubes in my converters. Yep. I see two blokes over there that can. Okay. So I take them from you, knowing that I can flip them to those guys. Yeah, I mean, right. Just on pure value alone, you've yeah. given me more than enough. But yeah. yeah, but it's absolute madness. We play it with eight players. Yeah. And it's insane. Everyone throws their chairs back, stands on their feet. <laughs> it's like the stock ten- market. It is, man. It's insane. <laughs> it's like the Wolf of Wolf Wall, Wall Street, Street scene where they're just like. Yeah, they're throwing shit and they're yeah, yeah, on yeah. the phones and you can't hear anything. <laughs> and there's a guy under the table. And, and so like, how much coke do you have to do to like really get into it? There's not enough coke that you could do that would prepare you for this game. Okay. And for that 10 minutes alone, that's my number two game. Yep. That 10 minutes alone is my number one. <laughs> but the rest of it, you know, there's other stuff. Yeah, so. yeah, slows it down. But I think it, I think it's phenomenal. Yep. All the ra- you've got races again and you've got different abilities that like, you can do. Are they like aliens? Like, yeah, it's like a space So it's like game. an international, like, uh, sorry, intergalactic Yes. Market of some sort. Absolutely. Okay. That's exactly what it yeah. is. Yeah. You got it. Um, so we're going to play that. It's sick. It's absolutely yeah. sick. And yeah, the more good. players, the less balanced it becomes, but the more fun. Yeah. Most games like that, like the more players, the better. Yeah. Three to five is a sweet spot. Yeah. 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 Yep. Most games design themselves for that. Yeah. And then they expand out because they want to sell more copies. So if yeah. they can sell it as a 10 player game, yeah. A two to 10 player game, then that's that many more people that will buy it. Yeah. Um, What's your third favorite game? Oh goodness, sorry, I'm taking so long on these. You are. Um, I almost don't want to commit that to a spot yet. Okay. Next episode, I'll have a number three. All right. Next board game episode. Yep. I'll lock it in. All right. There's a few good ones, but yeah. I reckon I can think of two now for me. Let's do it. Let's do and, it for top two. Yeah, top two. So, in you know, not not complex games whatsoever, um, but do have strategy. My, I think, it's difficult. I, I enjoy a bluffing um, mechanic to a game. I see a sneaky bugger. Yeah, the old, the old sneaky mix sneakster. So that's what they call you. Yeah, <laughs> when they don't call me Disco Dave, which they call you often, every day. Yeah. Um, yeah. So probably Sheriff of Nottingham. 
That's a oh, that's yeah. a perfect game when you've yep. got five. It's a five player game. I think I don't know if you can get expansions for more players. I think you can. Yeah, I think there is an expansion for it. But like, if you've all had a few drinks, yeah, you know the cards are going around. Yeah, and you're if you haven't played the game, I, I'm not going to explain it too much now. Yeah, watch a YouTube video or something like cool. that. But basically, you put cards in a little pouch, you pass them off to the sheriff, uh-huh. and you have to convince him not to check the pouch. Interesting. If, if he conv- if he searches it and what you've got in there, like you know, you've got five apples, or whatever. Yeah. Um. Or I don't know how many. Yeah. He pays you a fee if you've got what you said you have. If you've got uh-huh. contraband in there and he finds it, you get a fine. That's cool. And at the end of the game, basically, if you've smuggled in enough contraband or honestly traded in enough produce goods, uh-huh, uh-huh. you win. So they add points up. So cool. Yeah, and that is cool. Yeah, yeah, and second. I don't know. I, I just I just think it's it's because I've been playing it like lately. Yeah. I really enjoy Ticket to Ride. Yes. Have you played yeah. Ticket to Ride? I have not. I've watched yeah. it been played. I can see why people love it's it. It's one of those top like top Euro games. Like yeah. so basic. You could teach it to a five year old. Yeah. And that's why it's gone off. It's a gateway game. It is. It really is a gateway game. And like, yeah, you just build trains and you like we've like we've got the USA one and the Europe one. Yep. Europe one's got a few more mechanics involved, like with tunnels. Yeah. Which, yeah, again, I'm not going to go into. Yeah. It's a, it's one of those staples. Like, it's yep. up there with, like, Settlers of Catan and um, Carcassonne, mm. which is, a like, a like a French um, city builder, basically. Mm. Yeah. Wee so. wee. Wee. Wee wee, mate. Yeah. Yeah, so they're, cool. they're probably my my top two. Again, third one will come next board game episode. I lied um, a little while ago when I said I wasn't going to tell you what my top three was because <laughs> number three is absolutely Wingspan. Oh, yes. Yeah, I yep. love it. Yep. I love the theme and the art. Again, again the good. Yeah. And the thi- yeah, I mean, it's animals. Yep. Again, another game I bought purely off the art. Yep. The mechanics, it's a, it's a highly rated game. Very highly rated game. Yep. And I guess I think it's because it's a really solid um, family game as yep. well. Another gateway game. Yeah, yeah. A little bit more complicated. I wouldn't say it's like a easy gateway game. No. But they can go from Ticket to Ride yep. to Dominion to Wingspan. It's one of those games that you could like, you know, if you have dinner with the in-laws, you could yep. chuck it on the table. Yeah, it's, it's easy to explain. Yeah. It's cute. Yeah. I love it. Um, I think the theme and everything for me makes me enjoy it so much more. Yeah. It's part of its mechanics. Yeah. One yeah. thing I, I saw the other day was they've released an extra uh, Oceana Birds expansion for it. They are going in, to. Oh, they're going to, yeah. Yep. In, uh, sort of in honor of the fires that are going on over here. Yes. So if you are a board gamer, maybe you already have Wingspan. Yeah. Maybe you're thinking about getting Wingspan. Yeah. Regardless, the way they're doing the donation to wires um which is the well we, we've spoken about wires yeah. a lot yeah um it's an animal welfare group yeah that they're donating a dollar for every person that subscribes to the newsletter to get notified when it's coming oh, out oh wow you don't really? actually have to buy the game so a thousand people could subscribe and not buy the game and they still donate a grand yep absolutely brilliant and you should i actually sent so there's a little part where you put in your email address, obviously. Yep. I put in a heap of people's email addresses. <laughs> Have you done mine? No, I haven't. Oh, you should. I should. <laughs> because it then sends you, because they're smart. 
Yeah. Um, it then sends that person an email confirming that you actually want to sign up for the oh, newsletter. Okay. Smart. So <laughs> yeah. you can't just put in a bunch of random emails that people don't use or whatever yeah, or don't yeah. exist or yeah. whatever. So I, I did it to people that I had already told, hey, or I shot them a quick message saying, yep. just sign up for this. Just It'll tell you. When, yeah. yeah. Yep. Not to make this company fork out a bunch of money and donations. These are no. people that I think will probably buy it or yeah. care about knowing when it comes out or yeah. things like that. But even then, just knowing that a dollar from clicking one button is going to go to yeah. wires, like, yeah. why not? Like, yeah, absolutely. Who cares if you only get an email like once every fortnight or something about about Wingspan? And I'm super hyped because they, they did a European expansion, Yeah. which I'm not sure if it, that's even out yet. Okay. But, I mean, anytime they put in more birds to a game that's already got hundreds of beautiful yeah. art. In fact, I... Gosh, I should have that already. I bought one of the artworks from the artist. Oh, really? Of that game. Yeah. It's like what, a little... Framed or like... Frames. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, it's not the original... You can buy some originals. Yeah. A lot of them are sold out for like the amazing birds that yeah. she's done. She's done a phenomenal job. Yeah. Um, but they're reprints of those. I ordered ages ago. Yeah, I better <laughs> check into that. Yeah. It's been, it's been bounced back. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. Didn't have money in the account. <laughs> So, but yeah, I'm super hyped for the Australian expansion. That's going to be sweet. Yeah. Because I've actually got a field guide on my phone right now of all the Australian, Victorian birds. Yeah. I guess I've been doing bird watching. <laughs> I didn't even realize. I didn't Man, want to put a label on it. You are old, dude. Look at this. Australian birds. I'm showing Shane my phone right now. Yep. What do you want to know about, dude? Can confirm. What do you want to know about? Do you want um, to know about galliforms? Yeah. Yeah, I want to know all about galliforms. I can tell you about the domestic chicken. The partridge, the Australian bush turkey. In fact, I live in Queensland. I can tell you a lot about the Australian bush turkey. Cassowary. <laughs> well, I can tell you about the cassowary, but I don't think that's in this uh, this family. What up, hobby homies? This... You've tuned into bird podcast. Yes, this is mostly <laughs> pheasants and fowls. So there you go. Today on bird watching birds. <laughs> this is pheasants and fowls. <laughs> anyway, Maybe so we can I love get David Attenborough as a guest. Yeah. He he was telling me the other day he'd love to come on. Yeah? Yeah. We know some about 40K. Oh, uh, yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think he was mid-40K game. Yeah. So the domestic chicken, I know a lot about those. Yep. Yeah. You've got some. I do. So, look, Wingspan's awesome. Yep. Um, were the fires worth it to get the Australian expansion? The Australian expansion? No. All right, well, yeah. So <laughs> people have their own opinions. <laughs> The fires were absolutely devastating. Yes. But the birds are mighty adorable. Yes, so. they are. Yeah. Um, so, Wingspan. Currently, I haven't thought a lot about it. I, put, I posed this question to you and didn't prepare at all for a rebuttal <laughs> to it to be asked to me. But I think I'm happy to say Root, Sidereal Confluence, Wingspan. Yeah, nice. Well, I'm going to stick to my word and reveal my third favourite game you would. next episode. That's classic shame. Because I can't think of one. Fair enough. Like, I know I've got... I'm trying to picture my, like, pile of board games at home on the shelf. Yeah. And... It's very empty. A few... It's... Well, it's got a few on there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> A few come to mind, but I don't know if they are, like, worthy. Yes. You know? Yeah, I know. Big... No, I know what you mean. Yeah. I've yeah. got a top uh, five movie slot, and I just cannot give number five a spot. You yeah. Know? It's the same thing. Yep. I don't want to lock it in. No. I don't want to taint it, because no. then, then it's done. That's right. But I'm happy with my top three. Okay. So... It's very good. Uh... Another game we've played recently that was super fun was Sky Tier. Just Sky Tier. Sky Tier. <laughs> we I called it Sky Tier early, and it's it stuck with me for an annoyingly long time. Yep. 
Sky Tear. Sky Tear. Now, do we have the facility to take a break? Yes. So that I can do the missing step on this can. <laughs> yes, we can. And yes. Okay, excellent. Cool. Fantastic. Okay. That was good. Grabbed myself another beverage. Yes, and one for me too. You're welcome. Thank you. And one for Jack. And th- and thank you for bringing them. Yeah, you're welcome. And thank you for fridging them, Jack. <laughs> we make a good team. We do. <laughs> yeah, you fetch them. Yeah, fetched. Jack fridges them. I bring them. And we all enjoy drink them. them. Oh. oh, oh, that would have been good. Damn. We should have rehearsed. Let's do it again. <laughs> we'll edit it in post. Also needs to think of an app because, like, huh? I fridged them. You fetched them. Shane facilitates. He facilitated. Facilitate. That's not what I was going to say. No. What's he doing? Nothing. <laughs> Don't worry about it. You wouldn't understand, <laughs> you young rapscallion. So um, bef- before we, we took a beverage break. I took we, a sudden break. A sudden break. Unexpected. Yeah. I was just really thirsty. Yeah. We started talking about Skytear. Yes. Which we had an exclusive sneak peek at. Yeah. As it's released on the 1st of February. Which is today? Today. Yeah. Yeah. Today, yesterday, sometime in the, sometime in the present. Yeah. And... That uh, would be a great present. It will. <laughs> yes, it will. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, gu- the guys down at Werribee Guff gave us a little sneak peek on this one. We got to take it home for a week and I flicked the rules backwards and forwards and watched some videos and admired the models. I loved the models. The models were great. Yeah. Yeah, they looked phenomenal. Yeah. So this is, this is a game made by PvP geeks. Mm. It's a MOBA-inspired board game. Yeah. So if anyone who's familiar with League of Legends... Or Dota. Or Dota or other ones um, will know <laughs> bang, what a Bang, bang, Guns is. of Glory on mobile. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> Clash of Clans, I don't know. Um, yeah, it's the first, the, their first Kickstarter was funded in less than 24 hours. Yeah. But it was cancelled due to the feedback on price. Yeah, which is good. Yeah. That someone, you know, you pour, you pour your blood, sweat and tears into a, a game. Yeah. This is their first ever game. Yeah. As far as I know. Yeah. That's the only one they're accredited to. Yeah. So they've probably been just been working on this. Yeah. This is, their hearts are pounding. They throw it to Kickstarter. It goes live. Yeah. But people complain. Yeah. They buy it. Yeah. They're funded. But it's too expensive. But people are saying it's sort of too expensive. Yeah. Yeah. you got two options then. Yeah. Print what you got. You've already made, you know, however much. Yeah. It's been funded. All your hard work's paid off. Or do you listen to the community feedback? Yeah. Which is, what they, which is what they did. Yeah. They cancelled They, they cancelled it. it. Yeah. Yep. And then they released it like two months later. They managed to figure out a way to save money, make yeah. the game much more reasonably priced. Yeah. Um, I think they reduced the scale of the miniatures. They did. Down so, from like 40, 45 to 38. Yeah. So that would that would save, I'd imagine, a lot of money as far as moulding and sculpting and, and actually producing the miniatures go. Yeah. Because they are beautiful models. Like They are really good. I think they're a resin or some sort, of yep. some sort yep. but... See, resin, when people think of resin, if they're familiar with the industry, they think, most of them think of Games Workshop's fine cast, which, uh, yeah. which cannot, cannot represent resin. Mm. Resin's brilliant when it's done properly. Yeah. Um, but, and these models are fantastic. Like, I was looking at the box and I'm like, I want to paint these. They sort of reminded me a little bit of, like, the D&D. Yeah, yeah. And the Pathfinder. Yep. You know, yeah. Well, they're that sort of fantasy, I suppose. Yeah, they got the champions, the yep. the minions. Mm. Um, as all great mo- mobas have, they have minions. Yeah. Um, so for those unfamiliar with a moba game, it's like a tower defense yep. game where you've got 
different. You've got you've got a base, yep. and your opponent has a base, and they're opposite each other. Yeah, and Defend- towers in between. And defending those ones are like towers, and those towers are in different lanes. Yeah, and so your champions go down each lane trying to siege these towers. Yep. And your opponent's doing the same. And the first one to siege through those towers and destroy their base, aka Nexus or whatever, yeah. uh, wins. Yeah. So it's that, but it's in a board game. Yeah. Which it sounds like it would be difficult to pull off, but they did a good job. And they did it without dice, which yeah. I thought was very interesting. A very good card mechanic. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the game, like we said, is set to release on the 1st of February. Mm. Retails for one twenty nine ninety nine Australian dollars. <clears throat> Yeah, sculpted 38mm scale miniatures. I think we have, off the top of my head, I think there's eight or ten heroes in the box. Yeah. And we've got one outsider, which is like an unplayable character, and then each faction, which have, there's four factions, has four minions. Yeah. So, um, uh, each... Yes. Yeah. Correct. Yeah, yep. yeah. Four factions and four, four minions. Yeah. So there's five expansions available for pre-order. There's four hero expansions, each with four heroes, mm-hmm. hero cards, power cards, which is all sort of integral to the game. Yeah. And one outsiders expansion. So ex- outsiders are the unplayable characters that you can like tame and you they, can tame and control. Yeah. yeah. So on the board, there's what they call a dome, which is sort of like a big, looks like a big energy sort of grid in the middle, yep. which is where the outsiders. Teleport. I yeah. don't know how they yeah. get in there, but yeah. somehow they get in there. From the outside From in. From the outside <laughs> in, yeah. So, uh, And then they're controlled by one player who controls what's meant, what would be the middle lane, I suppose, in yeah. a MOBA. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. So the core set, eight heroes. It is eight heroes. Yeah, it's two for each faction. Two for each faction, yeah. Yeah. Um, 16 minions, one outsider, 84 cards. So hero cards, power cards, victory conditions. Yeah. And one double-sided board featuring a two-lane and three-lane game styles. Yes, which is useful because um, what I like about it, it's very flexible in the way that you can play it. Yeah. So it is always a MOBA. Yeah. But you can play two players, 1v1. Yep. Super competitive, which is you versus me. Yeah. You can play three players, so you can do, which is what we did a three-player game. We did. We cool. did 2v1. Yep. It was you and my brother versus me. Yep. Which was, again, cool. You can do 4v4. You can go up to... Yeah, you can go up to 4v4, which is eight-player. Yeah. Which basically means, I think for the two-player map, sorry, the two-lane map, and for the core set in general, yeah, there's always four champions on each on side. On each side, that's right. So in an eight-player game, you all actually just have one yeah. champion, yeah. as opposed to when we played, I controlled all four of mine. Yeah. You had two, and my brother had two. Yeah. And you guys sort of... We'd work together like that. You worked that. together, but you did your own thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. And just something was so cool about having eight players or with your own, you know, you can really focus in on your hero, your champion, yeah. and how you want to play them. Yep. And, uh, you know, the, the heroes have different classes, factions. Yeah. They, some deal damage, some are utility, some have got great survivability. Yeah. Yeah. And there's like tanks and healers. Yeah. And they're making, not, so none of the heroes play the same as any other hero. Yeah. Which is uh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, and it's, and from what we're getting from it, it's heavily oriented for competitive play. They're definitely trying to gear it that way. Yeah. And I can see they've the core game that they've got now, perfect canvas for it. It is. It perfect really canvas. is. Like they've got a um a draft phase. So the very first thing that happens is you're actually yeah, defeating the destroying the Nexus is one way to win. Yep. But 
of 10 cards that you start with, you draw three of them and they're alternate victory conditions. Yeah, yeah. That's the very first thing that happens. So one of the victory conditions might be win control of the middle area three three times times in a row. Yeah. One might be destroy your opponent's left tower. Yeah. Which in itself is quite easy. Obviously, you can destroy the left tower, but that victory condition is available for everyone. That's right. So if you are trying to destroy my left tower... Then I'm trying to destroy yours. Yeah. Which is the tower in the other lane. Yeah. Yep. But if we both do that, then, and I see you've got a, a guy that's going to be able to clear the minions better and then push control yep. in that lane more, I'd be best off defending against that victory condition. Yep. And try picking one of the different ones for me to win. Yeah. Like you might have to slay the same hero twice. Yeah. So I might try and go for that. Yeah. Um, whilst defending you from destroying my left tower. Yep. Um, yep. You can also pick, you draft. Your deck, it's deck building, but you also draft your heroes. Yep. So you can kind of pick heroes that are good at stopping what your opponent... It's just great. For competitive, Yeah. perfect. Yeah. And the competitive season is from the 1st of April, which is the launch of the Outsiders expansion, until December 12th, which they're going to have world finals. Wait, so they have a, a season? They're having a competitive season, yeah. So they're kicking it off. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're going They're going hard. Good for real them. Real quick. That's good. Oh, really good. So yeah. the competitive season, does that mean... What does that mean? Does that mean like they're going to have local game stores running? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. They're okay. really they're really pushing for that local um, competitive play. That's sick. Um, yeah, and like the game, it's it's set up in like two minutes after you've actually yeah. built your deck and set and chosen your heroes. Yeah. It's two minutes and you're done. You flip three cards, you put some tokens down, and you and you're good to go. That is true. I didn't even think of that yeah. when we played. I didn't even think about it. Yeah. There's some games where setup takes a bit. Oh, yeah. It takes like 15 or 20 minutes sometimes. And that that would have taken a couple minutes. Yeah. I'm thinking yep. we slap the heroes down, throw the cards down. Maybe, yeah, the, the draft, the tricky thing is, right, the drafting phase yep. takes a while. Yeah. And the yep. hero picking phase takes not a while. It's still quick. It can be. It but can it's be actually sp- part of the game. It is. It so, really is, yeah. So it's not setup. It's you're playing the game. That's yep. a big part of it. But you can, there's also an easy mode. You can have mm. a you can you know pick like your two factions. So it's split. So it's alternate. So the first player picks one faction, and this other player picks two. Yeah. And then the first player picks the fourth. Yeah. So it's sort of like you know you pick you pick one. Your opponent can pick two, gauging off that first one you picked. Yeah. And then you can pick your last one, yeah. gauging off what your opponent picked. Yeah. So you've sort of got yeah. There's it's. It sounds tricky, but it's it's really easy to understand when you've got it in front of you. Yeah, and and there's so there's four factions, and they're all the different colors. Yeah, blue, red, green, yellow. Yep. And they all and those colors have cards that go with them. Yep. Um, it's tough to explain a board game audibly. Yes. Um, but the basic premise is, and those those factions that have the different cards. Do certain things. So That's like right. Blue is more control orientated. Red's he- damage. Yeah. Yellow is like movement and direct damage. Yeah. Green is like your utility, like your healing and your buffs. Yeah. 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 So they have those certain themes. So it's kind of cool because Shane might go, well, I see the victory conditions as kill one champion twice. Yeah. Using that example from earlier. Yeah. So I'm going to pick this red guy. Because they just put out a shitload of damage. Yeah. I might yeah. pick the red faction. But I'll know that and I might pick something like that's survivable or like yeah. healing, you know, to try and counter that. Or another thing that you can do is you basically, as the second person picking in this two-player scenario, yeah. 
you are basically picking their next faction as well. Yeah. So you might so say, well, I don't really care who I pick. Yeah. I'll deal with that. Yeah. But I want them to have to be forced to have blue with yeah. red. Yeah, yeah. Because then I can whatever, you know? Because those two won't work well yeah, together or Yeah, something. or something like that. So yeah. there's that cool element of it as well where before you even play the game, the strategy's kicked in full gear. Yeah. But touching what you said on earlier, you can actually play like a, a very basic version. Yeah. Which I think is great for A, teaching people. Yep. And B, turning it into a gateway game. Yes, absolutely. Because the simple version is very simple. It really is. You know, you, you it's, yeah. It's a really great way to introduce people to miniatures as well. Yeah. You know, using miniatures on a board. Yeah, and painting them. They're, and pain- they're unpainted. And painting, yeah, they're unpainted. Yeah, they'd be great um, great for painting. So you sort of set like, you know, a two-lane map, two to four players, you're looking at half an hour for a game. I reckon. It's really quick. The first time we played was quite quick. Yeah, and like, we were still learning the rules. Yeah. You know, and like three lanes, a bit longer, like you got more heroes, six by six heroes on a three lane. Mm. But that's sort of set like an hour to two hours. Yeah. Yeah. The three lanes, like if you're really into it, you do the three lane. There's yeah. more options oh, yeah. for strategy during the game. Yep. Obviously, it's 6v6. You've got that many more champions to pick from. Yep. It, it, the, the picking phase for the champions is more involved. But it also, financially, it's a bigger commitment as well. Yeah. In the core set, it only comes with eight. Yes. Which is enough for yeah. 4v4. So you'd need the expansion. You'd need to grab one more expansion, which is fine. Yeah. It just Ex- means... Expansions are only going to be like, um, oh, I think they're about 70 off the top of my head. Yeah, okay. For four miniatures, which is, you know, and like the extra cards and that. So... And that's all you'd need. Reasonable. Yeah. Reasonable. I think even less. Um, But yeah, that was... So we, we played that. We gave that a, a sort of a good hot go. That was great. I'm actually really looking forward to that being released. Yeah. I'll definitely pick up a copy for myself. Yeah, it was cool. I like the yeah. idea of playing it competitively as well. Yeah. Um, in tournaments as well where, you know, yeah, it would just be cool to see how different people, because you can, I mean, there's so many options involved. Like, we haven't really gotten to the mechanics of it, how, like, for example, there's I might have a red card that I've drafted for my deck yep. that does this ability that's insanely overpowered or yep. seems overpowered. The way they balance that is that card it costs a lot of mana. Yep. So I can't actually use it for the first few turns of the game. So it might just be taking up a slot in my hand. Yeah. Which is pretty valuable. You need to weigh out whether you want to hold on to it or not. Not to mention that in your the way you calculate damage is you flip cards from the top of your deck into your discard pile. Yep. And it reveals a little plus minus symbol. Yeah. Those stronger cards have weaker plus minus. They do. So if you fill your deck with them, they're You're doing like, zeros. You're doing zeros or minus ones. Yeah. Um so you might do one damage to someone, then it's minus one. Yeah. Or you might do two damage naturally to someone. Yeah. Then it's one. minus one. Yeah. Plus they've got one armor. You've done zero damage. Yeah. Now that card that you drafted that was so strong is in your discard pile and it's done nothing for yeah. you. Yeah. So yep. there's all these different things you got to weigh up, which are just so cool. Yep. And I can imagine like people building their, these different champions in different ways. So like you might have a high damage guy, yep. but he can also use um, a lot of champions have the different types of mana that they can use. Yep. So a red guy will always be able to use red. Yep. But he might also be able to use blue. Yeah. So you might draft this red guy and build a blue deck with him. Yep. You know, it's oh, it would be very cool. Yeah. I yep. loved it. I loved it. Yeah. For those that play games like Magic the Gathering, yep. deck building games, Yeah. this is sort of right up your alley, especially if you're looking at it like a, you know, like a gateway basically. Yeah. Yeah. And the good thing is it's, 
It's deck building, so it ticks that box. Yeah. If you love doing that. You're drafting heroes and champions based on what other people pick, so it's got that cool MOBA element. Yep. But then me- mechanically, there's all these different things you do to win control of each lane. Yeah. Um, and then there's bushes that which um, block line of sight, disrupt vision. Yep. So you can't target people. Yep. There's a skirmish mechanic, so you can move, attack, then move. Yep. So you could come out of a bush, attack someone, move back into the bush, right back in the bushes, and cost them a move to be able to get adjacent to you to see you. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Again, we can't explain the whole game, but there's just so many different moving parts. Yeah. But it's blended so well. Yeah. It was great. If it sounds like something you're interested, just go on YouTube and have a look at the the Skyter official YouTube page. Yeah. The the guy on there um, goes through everything. He goes through how to play. There's even a few playthroughs where it's like, they won't even sit there and read you the rules. They'll just play the game like you already know the rules. Yeah. So that's interesting to watch as well, how that all goes along. One thing I give props to them for is their YouTube channel. If you'd go to the Sky Tear YouTube channel, the videos are out of order, but you can see in the top left corner, they've got a one out of four, yeah, two out of four. Yep. So you know to watch them in order. Yep. By the time you watch those, you watch their first run through yep. and you're actually pretty solid. You on know the rules. what's going on. Yeah. yeah. And that would take maybe 20 minutes, yep. which is pretty good because when I watch a lot of the board games I play, tutorials for them, we're sitting there for like 30 to 50 minutes. Oh, yeah. And then we, by the time we play the game, we've forgotten the first 10 minutes, so we yeah. have to go to the... Yeah. Back to the start again, yeah. So yep. it, it flows better than that, and I feel like it takes less games. We didn't even play through the full basic mode no. before we got the rules. Yeah. we. I mean, we got a few wrong, naturally, yep. but it felt like after turn one, we knew what we were doing. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And we could have flipped the cards over and used their full potential. Yeah. So, yeah, it's good. I like that it goes all the way from basic teacher grandma mode. Yeah. Yep. To all the way up to like hard three mode. player boards, six champions each. Yeah. One V one. Ultra yep. competitive. Yeah. But I like it's got that sideward step where you can do eight players, four V four, just having a good time. Oh yeah. Playing your own person, one little champion and focusing on the yep. micro. You're doing and, your thing. Yeah. Yep. Very cool. That was good. But we um let's talk about an older game. Not old, but older. Okay. Spirit Island. Love it. Wait, should I put that in my top three? <laughs> I love, yeah. Spirit yeah. Island is what made me realize how much I love co-op games. Yes. Um, and so the concept of it, the theme of it is pretty cool. It's like you are an island. You're the spirits on an island. Of, of the island. Which yep. is amazing because it's called Spirit Island. I like to think of it as... Settlers of Catan, but reversed. Mm. Mm-hmm. So instead of instead of colonizing the island and building roads and digging up and building cities, yes, it's the opposite. Yeah, you're stopping that shit from happening. Absolutely. Yeah. So you're the you control that. Yeah, you're these spirits that I guess oversee the island. Yeah. The cool thing is, there's a heap of different spirits with different abilities that there's you can pick from. There's one for the ocean. There's one for the jungle. There's one for the rivers. Yeah. For there's the mountains. Beasts. There's yeah. There's ah. Uh, there's, yeah. Like, there's got to be, like, what, 12, if not more, with expansions? Gosh, yeah. It's been a while since we played, actually. But there's also the natives of the island. Yes, which you inadvertently control. Yeah, not indirectly. Yeah, not directly. Yeah. Indirectly. Indirectly. You can move them around and use them as, like, your pawns, effectively. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But, oh, yeah, it's, it's so cool. You, I wouldn't even know where to start with Spirit Island. Yeah. But, yeah, that's the, that's the premise is... 
from this big selection of different spirits, you and your friends pick which ones you want to do. It's best if you work together and say, look, I've got this spirit that's really good at generating fear. Yeah. Which you guys won't know what that is if you haven't played it, but yep. that's one aspect of it. I generate a lot of fear, but I don't have a lot of defense. Yeah. So someone might pick a lot of defense or someone might go, I, I'm the ocean spirit, so I focus mostly on the borders. Yeah. But I can't move around a lot. In I the middle. In the no. middle. And the way you interact is very interesting. Like you've got these power cards, which... It, it really is a phenomenal game now that I think about it. Yeah. We have to play it again. We have to play it again. We've played it for ages. No, we haven't. Yeah. Because you, every turn you could take a few actions and those are, you might put presents down, which the, the map is made of this little island that you put together with tiles. Yeah, each player gets their own tile and you sort of fit it together. Yeah, correct. So you've got different areas on your tile. Like you've got a coastal side, you've got mountains, jungle and desert, I think it is. Yeah, yeah. We called it sand or S- yeah, wetlands, dunes, I think. Wetlands, yeah, something like that. Yeah, and each like... Some some spirits are better in other zones, like yeah. the wetlands. You know they have their own river spirit or something, and then like the yep. mountains. And each turn is consisted of like different things where the board does to you. So there's like yeah. explorers, they'll like build on your different areas, yeah. And then you've got cards to try and stop them or destroy their their towns or kill their explorers. Yeah, yeah, that's effectively what you're trying to do. You constantly, yeah. so you can see what the invaders, they're called. Yep. You can see what the invaders are doing ahead of time. Yep. Which is cool because you're a present, you're a spirit. Yeah. Um, so they have, and basically they've got a an explore, a build, and an attack yep. step. And there's little cards that go in those slots that tell you where they're going to do that. Yeah, like in the mountains, which yeah. is any mountain on any board. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it'll tell you they're exploring in mountains attacking in jungle. Yeah. Uh, sorry, building in jungle and attacking in mountains. Yeah. Maybe it's a double up. Yeah, yeah. So you, you don't know. Want that. No, you don't want that. <laughs> no, you don't want that at all. So you look ahead of time and you go, well, they're going to explore here. We don't we so we want to make sure we plan our turns. Yep. You've got certain kind of cards, you've got slow cards, fast cards as well. Yeah, slow yeah. Slow cards happen before the invaders resolve those things. And sl- sorry, fast cards happen before yep. the invaders Resolve those actions yep. and slow so happen after. after. Yeah. So, and, and it's so hard to explain. <laughs> but once those things are resolved, so in our example, it's exploring mountains. Yep. Was it building jungle? Yep. Attacking mountains. Yep. They all shift. Yeah, they'll move up. They'll and then move a new up. one will be will be revealed. So you know that because they're exploring in mountains this turn. Yep. That'll move into the build next turn. Yep. So they'll build in mountains. Yep. And you use this information to dictate what you're going to do. So you have to think ahead of time, but you also have stuff that's going to happen this turn. You've got slow cards that aren't going to work till after their stuff. Yeah. So, you've got to, so for the slow cards, you're sort of planning for next turn. Yeah, but it's too late for what's happening right now. So you need to use your fast cards, but sometimes your slow cards are so much better yeah. that you almost have to take the hit now Yeah. because, you, yeah, there's, it's great. It's a it's a fantastic game. If you haven't heard of it, or if you have heard of it, mm. you got to get it. And it's difficult. It is. Oh, it's it's difficult. common to lose. And like their easy mode. Oh is yeah, hard as shit. It's not easy. They no. shouldn't call it that. No, no. And there's a heap of different rules you can add on to it as yeah. well. So yeah. there's the base game, and then you can um, you can add all these. I would call them modules to the game. Yeah, modules is a good way to put it because you can play without them. Yep. They just change it. Yeah. So if you play the base game, say, 10 times in a row, yep. and you're like, 
it's still difficult, but I kind of got the hang of it. Yeah. You can throw any one of these three or four modules, like an event deck, which is random events. Yeah. There's um the different NPCs, like the or the AI, I should call it. Yeah. So so you've got like the French or the English yeah. or whatever they yeah, are. Yeah, the Swedish. Yeah. The, yeah. You've got all these different. Um, yeah, you can put um, special abilities on those yeah. invaders. In the, yeah, that's right. So heaps of different things. But, I mean, again, you can play without it. Yeah. You can also turn the difficulty up as well. So yeah. you can play the base game on level one or you can play the base game on level three or if you can play the base game on level two but with the events deck or you can play base game on level one Again, with events. Again, replayability. With, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's exactly. Endless. And it's that's just... so good. And then you can pick a different um, spirit. Yeah. And that changes the game completely. Yeah. You can play one player, which I did many times. Oh, yeah? I've played it one player somewhere between 10 and 20 times. Wow. And just kept turning the difficulty. It was such a challenge. My wife yep. got so annoyed. <laughs> she was like, you take up the whole coffee table with this thing. <laughs> She's watching TV and I'm just like, these damn native, I mean, these damn invaders. Yeah. I'm like, it, it's, a, it's a build jungle sand. What am I supposed to do about that? Yeah. <laughs> i got to deal with their attack in the mountains where they already have cities. And they do extra damage, and I've got no natives there. Oh, man. She's like, why are you telling me this? I'm like, why are you making me watch this crap? <laughs> I don't care if they get married. Yeah, I don't want to watch The Bachelor. Or Married at First Sight. <laughs> and I certainly don't want to watch... Oh, what's that one she's been watching lately? Oh, I forget what it's, it's called. One born cash. every minute. Oh, no. They're not wrong. <laughs> There's one born every minute. There's about 10 born every minute, oh, isn't there? Oh, man. <laughs> so I'm listening to these screaming women, which... It's not uncommon. In fact, <laughs> it, look, ears are burning. My wife is trying to call me <laughs> during this podcast. Unacceptable. Well, look, we've, you know, we've, again, we've chatted for a little while. Yeah, let's... Probably sums it up. Let's leave them alone. Yeah, yeah. The Check out lads. some board games. Sky Tear. Check out Spirit Island. Yeah. And if you're, th- if you're top three, match out top three, or, you know, there's some someone in, in between, shoot us an email. Let us know. Yeah. Join Discord. So, also... If you're in our local little hobby scene, you know yep. where you are. Yep. Werribee, Geelong, that kind of area. Yep. Or we'll travel all the way to Ballarat or Wagga Wagga. <laughs> we don't care. We're coming for you, Wagga We're Wagga. coming for you, Wagga. You can't hide from us. <laughs> um, and you want to play one of these board games with us? Yeah. Hit us up. Yeah. That'd be sweet. Sky Tear 8 players. Oh, yeah. Sweet. Spirit Island with a full stack of four. Yeah. Gets real hectic with let's, four people. Let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. Hit us up on hobbyhomies at gmail.com or yeah. Discord. jump in the Discord. And once again, links in the uh, description. Yeah. Yep. That'd be mad. Yeah. Thanks again to Churchy for once again putting up with our ranting and rambling, recording this for us, doing all the uh all the hard yards. All the real easy stuff behind the computer there. Yeah. <laughs> which is not easy. No. <laughs> we've got the it. easy job. Yeah, we've got the easy job. We just sit here and drink beer and talk shit for like forty five minutes. <laughs> he has to listen to us. Yeah. Oh shit, so you guys. to us once, but like twice while he edits it too. Yeah, oh my goodness. So I feel for him. Yeah. But check him out on YouTube. Space dwarves. Um, space dwarves? Space dwarves. What did you say? Space dwarves. Space dwarves. Yeah. If you listened to the last episode, you would have done what I asked you to do and checked out Churchy. Uh-huh. And you'd know about space dwarves. Space dwarves. That's all I'm going to say. Like, I'm not going to say any more either. <laughs> um, so, Sky Tear comes out, when did you say? First of Feb? I think it's first of Feb, yeah. And we are coming out. You're listening to us on the 3rd of Feb. We may even drop it early if we get it. Yeah, true. Maybe. We might have to. I think we got to. I think we have to. People got to get in that sky tear shit. Absolutely. Get all up in this bitch. Yeah. Maybe we'll drop this on the Friday. Yeah. Today's Thursday. 
<laughs> Drop a Friday. <laughs> Did you hear that, Jack? <laughs> um, so, yeah, that would be sweet. Or maybe it's sitting at, look, maybe you listen to it late. Yeah. Maybe you just found us. Maybe. Maybe it's August. Maybe it's like 2022. Oh, my goodness. Hello, future being. What's the future like? Yeah. Tell us on Discord. <laughs> <laughs> Hit us up at Hobby Homies at Gmail. Who won the Super Bowl? We were like, we know. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. I never thought we could speak to the future like this. That's insane. Well, good luck. Thank you. I don't need luck. <laughs> or do you. I? In fact, can you come back in time? Yeah. And let me know if I like screwed it up. <laughs> um, yeah, man. Sweet. Yeah. But if you are listening to this later and Sky Tear is sitting on the bench... Yeah, maybe it's like you look, go into your local game store. You've seen it a couple of times. You're like, I don't really know what that's about. Yeah, you can listen to this. You got to get on it. You got to get on. It, yeah. it seems fun. Yeah. Get a few friends around it. It's one of those games. Oh yeah, yep. that'd be mad. Yeah. Anyways, thanks for listening, guys. Yeah, thanks as always. Uh, sorry in advance for future <laughs> listeners for what you hear that we recorded in the past. See you in the future. Yeah. Yeah. Peace.